Hi, this is Tony Lombardi broadcasting from Under Armour Performance Center here at One Winning Drive with some camp notes for today. Just some general observations. One of the things that came up today pretty often is the shift of the Ravens training camp practices to the afternoon. And you almost knew that it had something to do with the injuries last year, that they would do some off-season studies of physiology and whatnot just to see what might be the best way to go about practice and training camp. Because the conventional thinking is, why do afternoon practices when it's so much hotter? And I think Clayus Campbell was asked it yesterday, and I'll read what he said when asked about his thoughts on the shift in this training camp schedule. He said, I think the coolest thing is using the data. We've been tracking all of this information from training camp, regular season, just collecting all the information on output, explosion, how much load we take per day, all the different math that comes up from the data we collect during practice, then using that to put together the best practice where we can get maximum workload, but also while recovering and making sure we're at our best. I think that says it best. I think that's why they're changing this schedule to the afternoon. And I think it also might explain why the entire practice was really boring. I had to feel a little bad for the fans who were probably excited about having the first practice. It looked a lot like a walkthrough. It looked like maybe a warm-up before a game on Sunday. It just, there wasn't much physicality, but I'll do my best to give you some observations as it happened you know Lamar Jackson there was some talk about I think it came from pro football talk and Mike Florio worrying about it or suggesting that Lamar may do a hold in instead of a hold out and the hold in being showing up at the facility but not practicing Lamar was a full participant today early on he looked sharp had a little stretch there where he was off target a bit there was one play Looked like it was a deep in to James Prochet, and Prochet looked like he cut the route off a little shorter. I'm not so sure who was wrong, but I think from Lamar's body language, he made the wrong read. And so, therefore, I'll, I'll put that one on Lamar. Another one that Lamar put on himself was a little swing pass out to the left flat to Nick Boyle. And during that pass, it was really far behind Boyle. He had his hands on it, but dropped it. And as most receivers would say, if you get your hands on it, you should catch it. He did not. And it was a little bit of an ooh and ah in the crowd because it was dropped. And it was the second drop of the day for Nick Boyle, who missed one on a seam route. Nicely thrown ball from, I believe it was Anthony Brown. And sometimes we're guessing as to who's throwing the ball because the quarterbacks are all wearing black jerseys with purple numbers. And there's four of them that are all have the have similar stature. You can always tell when Lamar is out there. But I think this was with Anthony Brown because he has distinguished wind-up to his throws. He's got a little mustard on the ball. He really does deliver with nice, nice velocity. But I, So he hit Nick Boyle on, the, on a seam route. And we've seen that route time and time before with Mark Andrews in the past. And then Dennis Pitta before that, Todd Heap. And, but he hit him in hands, but he... There was a collision of sorts, and then he dropped the ball, so it was an incomplete pass. So those were the drops on the day. Some O-line observations. Ronnie Stanley was out at practice today. did not practice. He was dressed in shorts and a T-shirt and mostly a towel wrapped around his neck. But the 
he looks really good, and the fact that he's even out there, I think, is an indication that this thing is moving in the right direction. It's the 800-pound gorilla in the room, but I think it's one where he's going to make the progress that he did not make in 2021. So we're all hopeful about that, but he does look like he's in really good shape. Tyler Linderbaum, he looks good getting to like the second level and that sort of thing. He looks like he's a technician, but the first look up of him, at him up close, because I was not at any of the OTAs this, this spring, he reminded me, stature-wise, of Gino Gretkowski. Don't, get, don't be afraid, because I think he's going to be a really good player, but at the same time, stature-wise and size-wise, a lot like Gino Gretkowski was. I think a fourth-round pick back in maybe 2010 out of the University of Delaware. And then the last line observation I had was the, the Ravens as a whole seemed to protect during 11-on-11 pretty decently. When I think back to last year in 2021, we were all thinking as we're observing practices that the, the rush, the edge rushers and the interior rush was really good on the defensive side. And it turns out that the offensive line was just really bad. So this offensive line, I know it's only one practice and limited scrimmaging today, not much, limited scrimmaging. And the offensive line seemed to hold up much better than it did at this time last year. Some back shoulder throws today. Good to see that. Maybe they're trying to incorporate more of that into the offense. But the one that stood out the most was in 11-11 scrimmaging. Lamar with a nice strike, back shoulder throw down the right sideline to Devin Duvernay for about a 25-yard pickup. And let's see, what other observations can I give? Because it really was a rather bland practice. Uh, there was one play early on when they were, they were scrimmaging or, or just doing some individual drills. And during individual drills, Lamar, he was del- delivering the ball with a lot of zip. His spirals are a lot tighter than they've been in the past. So I'm really happy to see that. But there's a newcomer, wide receiver. His name is Bailey. They just signed him the other day. He was playing in the USFL, uh, Bailey Gaither. And Lamar threw him a deep out down the left sideline. And Lamar's, his release is really quick, and the ball explodes on the receivers. And I think it caught uh, Gaither off guard because it went right through his hands. That's probably the fourth drop that I remember on the day. Otherwise, it seemed like receivers were pretty sure-handed let's see defensively there was some tight coverage Marlon Humphrey looked good in coverage and Demarcus Williams he looked really good in coverage you know getting getting down uh, covering the tight ends it seemed he broke up a couple passes not Demarcus Marcus Williams he broke up a couple passes intended to tight end so so that was good to see and it was good to see him and Mark Andrews battling for a, a couple of plays so uh, let's see, what else do we have here? Um, James Prochet on an out had a drop. And you don't want to see that for guys that are battling for the position. Uh, Tielen Wallace looked pretty good. He looked good out there. I think he, he made a couple of nice uh, leaping catches uh, in the slot and along the, the boundary as well. So that was good to see. And for the most part, it seems like they're being really cautious Putting these guys through the paces very slowly. Talk to a few guys closer to the situation, beat guys, and they believe that they're going to ramp this thing up really slowly and just get ready for the season without putting guys at risk. You know, I was asking, I was if I, I thought that the Los Angeles Rams went through the entire preseason without 
ever having their starters take a single snap. And you know that it's a copycat league, and the Rams won the Super Bowl, so it would not surprise me if more teams just have these guys, the starters, sit out the entire preseason. There was a day when you'd see the starters maybe take a series or two on the first game, then they'd play a quarter, then they'd play a half in the third preseason game and not play at all in the fourth preseason game. I think you might see a lot of teams follow the suit or the precedent set by the Rams of not starting any of their starters in any of the preseason games. So we're going to have some written notes. Again, there's not a whole lot to write about, but Adam Bonacorsi and I will have some written notes. We'll have them up a little bit later this evening and certainly distribute them on social media uh, this evening and tomorrow morning. So thanks for listening, and this is day one of Training Camp 2022.